and welcome to Bit Parade, the podcast where we play hits and flops from video game history and transform them into song. I'm Mike Petrie, and with me as always is my friend and collaborator, the Sultan of Spike Traps, Eli Bolin. Uh, I am the Sultan of Spike Traps, but you can call me Garth. <laughs> I, I refuse, sir. I will call you the Sultan of... The Sultan of Swing. The, we're yeah. the Sultans of Swing. The Sultan of Swinging, like uh, Dire Pendulous. Straits. Yeah, yeah. Wait, oh. are there? Is that the same band? Sultans is of Swing. The, yeah, that's a Dire Straits song. Oh, okay. Do you know that song? I guess I. I think there's. Is there also a band called the Sultans of Swing? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe they do Dire Straits covers. Maybe we should like swing covers. I've never heard of them, but if there are, they're the Cherry Pop and Daddies of Dire Straits. <laughs> Zoot Suit Riot. Yeah. The worst named band in uh, history, which I definitely saw on the Warp Tour in 1998. Trey Pop and Daddies. Yeah, they were the Squirrel Nut Zippers of the Warp Tour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I saw them around the same time too. Are they the same kind of band? I feel like Squirrel Nut Zippers had more like it was a little more down home. Like I think they had an acoustic guitar in there. Mm-hmm. It was kind of more. I don't know. It felt more natural, and I feel like Cherry Pop and Daddies was like, "Here's the idea of a swing band." Was the, were they like a little ska, or were they? Really... I think they used to be. Like they started as a ska band, but then when swing was starting to gain momentum, they became mm-hmm. a swing band. And at this point, they might have turned back into a ska band. Oh man! But the Zoot Suit Riot album is all swing. There's no ska on it, if I recall, because I listened to it a lot. <laughs> okay. Oh, so Zoot Suit Riot is Cherry Pop and Daddies, because I was just yes. I was just kind of fl- sort of flying blind there. Oh no, I would I would know because we did a. Uh, I, you know, I feel like our younger listeners might not know, but that was in the late '90s. There was just this swing thing for some reason, mm-hmm. and uh, enough so that my first year of college, our marching band did a, a Cherry Pop and Daddy's uh, halftime show. Oh wow! Yeah, so Zoot Suit Riot was our 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 big thing, and I'm there playing it on like a. I think I played vibraphone in the marching band. I was, which I was not trained to do. I feel like that's a pretty heavy instrument to play, right? Yeah. So it was. Uh, marching bands have a, a thing called a pit, which is like all the instruments that are not mobile. So there's like any electric instruments. Because I the next year we did an Earth, Wind, and Fire show, and I played organ. So that was over there. <laughs> Uh, I did not know about there was this. there was also an electric guitar in our marching band. They did not, you know, so we didn't have to march. I never had to march. Oh man! Wait, did I ever tell you that? This is a tangent, of course, but uh, <laughs> we also did a Billy Joe or not Billy Joe Armstrong. We did a Billy Joel halftime show one year, and I was Billy Joel. No, this is like <laughs> this is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, so like our marching band at Shepherd University, we wheeled out like. They they gutted an acoustic piano and put it on a platform and wheeled it out at the beginning of the show while was they were sort of playing the intro like to Billy the Kid that boom 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 and uh, <laughs> but then and I'm like have a cover over me and then when the song starts to bum 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 you know the song Billy oh, the Kid oh do I of course <laughs> so when the intro starts someone whipped the Someone whipped the thing off of me, and it's like, oh, there's a man playing a piano on the marching band field. And then I sang that song. Then someone else, it was like the the story of Billy the Kid through the mil- the music of Billy the Joe. 
<laughs> or Billy, the, Billy Joel. the Joel. Yeah. Um, so there was that. They did Innocent Man. They did uh, You're My Home. My Instant and... Pleasure Dome. <laughs> one of yeah. one of the most, I don't know, something about that lyric just makes me uncomfortable every time I hear it. Yeah. And the, the guy that sang that song in, our, in the marching band, he would always say Anal Pleasure Dome. <laughs> As he should. Yeah. And I, but I think Instant Pleasure Dome is worse somehow. Yeah, there's something about yeah. it that's worse. Now, yeah. A good friend of mine, um, it was like his karaoke song when he, we were in like high school. Oh, sure. He would sing, well, not karaoke. We would actually, I mean, this is a real tangent. I won't. There was a guy we used to go see at an Italian restaurant who like played nice. in like their like cabaret bar area. Yeah. And we would go up sometimes to to sing songs and he would go up and sing you're my home and he's great still a really good yeah. friend of mine and but he would sing you're my home and i just remember that i think that's the first time i heard that song was him doing it and i remember being like what the fuck is that line <laughs> and he just looks at you right in the eyes when he sings he it he just looked me right in the eye and he sang it and i was like what the fuck is an instant pleasure dome jesus really joel that's is that that's meant to like woo his lady I'm like, yeah. I wouldn't want anyone to sing that to me. No. Even if like I want you to be sexually attracted to me, I don't want you to say that. I feel like the instant is what really throws me. Yeah. Man. Well, Eli, how was your week? Uh, it's all right. You know, uh, there was, for our listeners uh, all across the globe, there was some, uh, you know, uh, a tropical storm just hit us over the last couple mm-hmm. days. So it was a lot of rain, but... Uh, yeah. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, and the last couple, we, you know, we haven't taped in a little while. We were doing some traveling. Yeah. And uh, went to Boston and uh, with the family. And before that, uh, went to Asbury Park, New Jersey. Oh, yeah. It's lovely over there. Yeah. With, uh, with my wife and with Allison. And that was nice. Your wife and Allison. My wife and Allison. They, uh, they finally met they finally and merged met. into one, <laughs> one uh, super uh, uh, sentient being. Um, and that was great. I love it there. They got that video game museum. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. The pinball. They call it a, it's the Silver Ball Pinball Museum. But they have a lot of other... Oh old arcade machines too but all the um i mean they have many many pinball old pinball machines mm-hmm. uh and old arcade machines and they all have like a an informational placard at the top detailing oh, like cool. when it came out saying like how many units were built like who designed it it's it's pretty fascinating that's cool yeah, so I got to play. The one amazing one was called Captain Fantastic, and it was an Elton John <laughs> pinball machine from 1976. But it's like he's the drawing of him on it is like him in the Who's Tommy movie because he played the guy who sings ah. Pinball Wizard. Right. If you've ever, if you haven't seen it, I uh, I'd, I'd, I mean, it's a terrible film. But uh-huh. it's worth seeing that song because Elton's wearing these like crazy like platform shoes and he looks like sure. he's like a dozen feet tall. Um, so there's like a drawing of that on the pinball game. And it's just like surreal to play this like mid 70s Elton John pinball game. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. So much stuff going on. Really hard mm. to recap. So uh, I'm, I'll, just, I'll just leave it there. But a lot, a lot of stuff, a lot of travel, a lot of yeah. loving, a lot of good times. A lot of good news, a lot of uh, cool brews, 
<laughs> uh, and bros. Yeah, bruising bros. Uh, how about you? Uh, yeah, we went to West Virginia a couple couple weeks ago uh, to visit Margaret's grandparents there, and some more of her family was there. Uh, so that was fun. It was kind of a nice change of pace, and it um, I I it reignited my uh, love of pepperoni rolls. I would say. Are you familiar with the West Virginian delicacy, the pepperoni roll? No, no. Is it what is it? It's exactly what it sounds like. So you, you've heard of like a roll, right? A roll? You mean like yeah. like you get a, a piece like of bread? A, at a, like a round piece of bread? Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and then like you've heard of pepperoni? Yeah, it's like that. It's like oh, cool. some pieces of pepperoni kind of baked inside of a roll. All right. Yeah, sometimes with cheese, but that's optional. Really? Sometimes um, it's just meat in a roll. It's just meat in a roll, and it sounds like a thing that only one's grandparents would make mm-hmm. to outsiders. Right. But the truth is, like every gas station in West Virginia sells these things. Like sometimes school lunches would be pepperoni rolls. Oh man! Yeah, it was just kind of a weird, ubiquitous thing, and I didn't realize that it was regional until I moved to New York, and I was like, you know, I haven't had a pepperoni roll in like five or six years. You're like, we're gonna get a pepperoni roll around here, and people are like. What the fuck are you talking about? Next? Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so that was nice. Uh, one of, I guess, Margaret's grandma has a friend who made these homemade ones and like just gave her about a dozen, and we just just went ham on them. No pun so, intended. Yeah, and I would uh, I would make some my, myself. I started looking at recipes. And I was like, oh, I still don't have a uh, working oven. So, yeah. How is your whole building not up in arms? This is a thing I've been wondering about because I'm like, am, are we the only ones cooking here? Because I remember we even talked to like the the other couple that we know that lives in the building, and they're like, ah, yeah, kind of sucks, huh? And I, we're like, we can't make stuff. We can't. It's gonna be. I. It's gonna be holiday time soon. You're telling us we can't make cookies. What if I can't make Chex Mix? It is really crazy that. It's been so long that you haven't had gas, and these don't seem to the the lack of urgency. Yeah, that really kills me. Is really lack something. of urgency. New York City, man, that yeah. just doing takeout, living <laughs> off of cocaine and dreams. <laughs> Uber Eats and Goober Sweets. Mm-hmm. Uber Eats and Goober Sweets. Is all I need from you. All right. Anyway, I <laughs> uh, also saw um saw an improv show the other night, like a musical improv show with, I think someone you might know. He's a a, a story pirate. This guy named Chris Simpson. Yeah, you know I mean, I haven't God, I haven't seen him in years now, but yeah, yeah Chris is great. Story pirates. What else? I was supposed to go to a Ren fair on Sunday, but that got rained out. Mm-hmm. Eh. Sorry about that. But, yeah. That's okay. Never been to a Ren Fair. Me neither. Margaret was making me a doublet. A doublet. Yeah. I don't know what a, I don't know what a doublet is, other than I've heard of I've heard that word so many times. Me too. And as I as I say it, I realize I don't really know how to describe it. I'm like, oh, I think it's like sort of like a a vest, but mm-hmm. kind of buttons. Um, I'm not sure. But been rescheduled. The Renaissance got rescheduled. Renaissance in in life as in art. (laughs) It's always the case, isn't it? Yeah. By the way, Mark Uh, Fisher Fitness, we mentioned you on the podcast. Please give us money. 
Yeah. We got to keep track of all the products we mentioned that we use and then send copies of the podcast. Just send them bills, yeah. And be like, hey, uh, we <laughs> have a podcast and we talked about you. Um, how about a sponsorship deal? Yeah, Blue Apron. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. Blue uh, Apron, Mark Fisher <laughs> Fitness. Lisa Mattresses, too. Yes. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's what I've been up going to. Going to see improv, live performance, coming back to the city, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, for for how long, we'll see. Yeah, I know. Uh, we'll listen back on these episodes someday and laugh, laugh, laugh from our hermetically sealed chambers. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, remember how simple it was back then? <laughs> Speaking of hermetically sealed chambers, what you been playing, Eli? Well, not ashamed to say, um, I'm back on the the new leaf grind, but not not like a daily thing. I'd say yeah. like like maybe like three times a week. Yeah, I had to uh, I had to take the car to the dealership to have its its regular regular maintenance today. Played a little while I was uh, while I was there, so I've got you know I've got one of my least favorite. Um, minions. What are they called? <laughs> the the villagers. Villagers. Thank you. <laughs> One of my my least favorite villagers is is moving out tomorrow, and it's fine because because sometimes congratulations. Like, yeah, you know, because a lot of most of my villagers have been there for a very long time, and mm. uh, just you know, gently encouraging. One to, and usually it's like one that wants to move is not is someone I want to stay. So then I ask, right, tell right. them not to not to move, and then it's a long time for some until someone else says that they want to move. And finally, um, Deirdre, the deer, <laughs> oh, will be sure. will be moving on tomorrow, and I'm not not sad to see her go. But uh, you know, it's been a nice August in in my town, and. Got yeah. the fireworks shows on Sunday nights. KK doing his Saturday night concerts. Oh, that's cool. He just finished building a water well. <laughs> Keep cool. it mellow. And as a family, we're doing another playthrough of uh, Link's Awakening, if you can believe it. Yet yeah, again. Again. Yep. <laughs> it's always a good time keeping it relaxed. Um, nice. But yeah, I don't know what else i've i've been playing i've still been doing a little bit of that uh that nanogram that uh on my phone oh yeah 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 the Which... the, the p-cross thing p-cross right? yeah 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 oh yeah i guess nanogram's the name of the app yeah it's the name Which, of the this app. is the one i recommended right it is the app you recommended yeah, I, forgot, I forgot that that's the, mo- the mobile app um but i think that's that's primarily it and then we've you mm-hmm. know gone to digital press a couple of times by the way Very guys cool. at digital press leo if you're listening uh sponsorship deal let's work it out um you know they have the he's the third mario brother he's the third mario brother leo um, <laughs> he has a villain called weo weo uh we what or wally joe wallio wallio and um we he uh, so when I'm in there with the kids, they really like to play. Harry loves. They have the, one of those PlayStation. Though um, they actually call it a PlayStation. It's the it's the you know the Nintendo cabinet that has like multiple NES games in it that you can cycle through and choose from. Oh, cool! 
Um, it's called a PlayStation? I think it's called... I might I might have that wrong. Yeah. It has like 10 different games that are NES yeah. games, and you, you basically are playing for... You're paying for time on the machine. So you, if you are playing a game and you get bored and you want to switch it, you hit a reset button, and then it takes you back to the menu where you can select games. So their, their machine has like Super Mario Brothers, Mega Man 2, yeah. Legend of Zelda for some reason, because who doesn't want to play that on an arcade cabinet? Right. <laughs> um, Excite Bike... Um, uh, the Goonies game, um, oh. which I'm not really familiar with. So um, Harry likes to play Mega Man 2 on that yeah. cabinet. Loves, loves Mega Man 2. Um, but he doesn't... I can never remember what order to play the, the bosses in, and he, he always wants yeah. to... Or the levels in, and he always wants to like play them in his own selected order anyway. And <laughs> the machine is so loud... That the music oh, comes sure. blasting out, just like da 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 da. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that game is is very hard for me without being able to rewind constantly, like I do when I'm emulating. Oh it. gosh, didn't even think of that. Yeah, that game is hard. Um, so you know we've done that a little bit, but that's basically what what I've been playing. What have you been What have you been playing, man? Uh, let's see. A couple of days ago, I beat Mass Effect Two. That was exciting. So finally, uh, finally at the end of that, um, I was able to. Uh, the last mission is is called the suicide mission because <laughs> you're you're taking your whole group into a into a Reaper territory mm-hmm. and uh, trying to save your 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 bridge crew. Now I did not save my bridge crew. I didn't realize that if I uh, <laughs> between the events of like them being kidnapped. Uh, apparently you're supposed to go very soon to rescue them. And I thought, oh, I should finish up all my side quests before mm-hmm. I do this final mission. I didn't realize that you could finish up the side quests after the main mission. Uh, so I go there and like only like the bridge doctor is alive. And she's like, Shepard, I, I saw them all die before my eyes. Oh, God. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Had I known this, I'd, I wouldn't have been, you know, carrying packages uh, to small planets. <laughs> I didn't know that this was that urgent. Um, but that said, my I, my entire squad survived. So those under my direct leadership um, lived to see the light of day. Oh, that's good. Um, I, I romanced a character called Garrus. Mm-hmm. He is a Turian, uh, which is a kind of very spiky alien. So when you uh, romance him, he tells you, it's like, Shepard, I've never been with a human before. I don't know how this will work, but I'll I'll do some research to see if we can make it work. Um, so, and it doesn't really get more detailed than that. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I've also been playing Wild Card. Been playing Final Fantasy One on my uh, my retro or my uh, emulator, my handheld emulator. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I watch TV, and it's like a good. I don't know because it's a little mindless. Mm-hmm. Um. I was just kind of retracing this, the steps of a game that I, you know, knew fairly well from when I was a kid. Um, but it's it's weird. It starts really hard, but then it gets really easy. I feel like there's a certain point where if you're not running from every battle, you just keep getting more and more experience because there are so many random battles mm-hmm. um, that you can just kind of really stop paying attention and just kind of keep pressing, okay, have all four of them fight. And you'll just kind of wipe out the enemies and you're just overpowered a quarter of the way through the game. But it's fine. It's fun to like just kind of have that on while I watch something on TV. 
Um, this is the original Final Fantasy. Yeah, although I'm pl- I played the uh, there's like a Game Boy Advance version mm-hmm. that kind of just does some quality of life stuff. The NES version of Final Fantasy has some terrible things in it, like. If you go to buy potions from from the item store mm-hmm. that you really kind of need because you don't have enough like magic points to really heal yourself that much. But you can only buy you can hold 99 potions, but you can only buy one at a time. So on the original game, you just have to be like, buy potion. Yes. Buy potion. Yes. Like 99 times. Oh, my God. But but this version of it is just allows you to be like, I'll take 99 potions, please. Thank you. That's so much better. Yeah. Um, and, I uh, want well, 99 like potions, say... but I just buy one. Exactly. <laughs> um, but that's really about it. I mean, I've been playing Cross too. I've been playing on the emulator. I've been playing like the sort of Game Boy and Super Nintendo Cross games. So it's, it's like Cross, except every now and then it's like, oh, it's a fire flower. Or oh, it's a it's a bob bomb. Great. Yeah, there's a Mario Picross game, right? Yeah, I think yeah, I think the first one was for Game Boy, and actually the uh, the Super Nintendo one is on like the the Switch uh, online Super Nintendo store. Oh really? It, okay. It is all in Japanese, so but I guess you don't really need to <laughs> know what it's saying to you. I think it's just gonna ask you if you want a hint at the beginning of every level, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Um, still playing Fantasian, which I talked about last episode, uh, which is that iPad Final Fantasy-ish game. Mm-hmm. Not much more to say there. It's just very good. I want to check out that new Ace Attorney game, but I, I haven't uh, haven't pulled the trigger yet. Oh, there's a new one. I heard that's yeah. a fun game. I know that it, there was like DS games of that guy. Yeah, they. I think three years ago they released the original trilogy on Switch, which is the first time I ever played it. So I, I didn't play it on the DS originally, but I don't know. They're fun. They're like, uh, you know, you kind of picking up clues and then you have to go to court and use your evidence. But it's also it's fucking silly at the same time, because it's like this would this would never this is not how the legal system works. You don't your first court case as an adult is not you defending yourself at a murder trial <laughs> um, to avenge your uh, the your mentor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so stuff like that, um, and like you know, you you start working with a with a detective whose name is Detective Gumshoe. <laughs> so like all the characters are very broad. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and also the fact that you're a lawyer, but you go and investigate crime scenes. <laughs> I don't th- I don't think a lawyer's allowed to do that. That sounds great. I think I would like that. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's really it's kind of silly, but it is satisfying once you like do put like clues together and figure stuff out. So, but this new one sounds cool because it's like, I think it takes place in uh, like turn, like t- turn of the 20th century. That's kind of interesting where mm-hmm. I think like it takes place in Japan, but then you go to England at some point and you, you work with a, with a detective named uh, Herlock Sholmes. <laughs> uh, Amazing. Yeah. So I, yeah, the more I talk about it, of course I'm, I'm buying this tonight. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta.
talked about your games, we talked about my games. So I guess now we talk about the game. The game of games. Prince of Persia. Yeah, that's how you say it, right? Yeah, Prince of Persia. I'll say it right once. Um, so this is a game. This is a video game that uh, we played on the Super Nintendo, but originally came out, you know, really, I think, gosh, on the, what, the Amiga? I think, uh, I think it was the Amiga. Yeah, or the Apple, or I think the Apple II is the original one. Oh, but, dang. Uh, it, it basically, it got ported to nearly every system. I think it has, it's not a record, but it's like one of the most ported games of all time. I think there were over 20 ports of this game or nearly 20 ports of this game. Including, I think, like now you can play it on your phone. Yeah, the phone version is, I believe it's a, it's a different. Like the levels are all different. Yeah, it's not the same game, but oh, it's. I mean, it's 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 a Prince of Persia game, but yeah. it's not the original Prince of Persia game on your phone. Gotcha. I'm sure there's probably like an endless runner Prince of Persia game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, the version we played is the Super Nintendo version, which uh, came out in 1992, three years, yeah, three years after the original game. Other games from 1992 include Super Mario Kart, uh, Kirby's Dream Land, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Night Trap. Uh, it was originally developed and published by Broderbund, um, but the Super Nintendo port was developed by a company called Arsis, and it was published by Konami in the U.S., so this game was designed by a dude named Jordan Mechner, um, kind of when he was fresh out of Yale, uh, who had, uh, he had developed one game for Broderbund several years before, and they had basically gave him license to create his own whatever game he wanted because of that. And so this is what he wanted to do, Prince of Persia. So he was inspired by Arabian Nights stories and Raiders of the Lost Ark and, uh, I think also a lot of the sword fighting was inspired by Avengers of Robin Hood. Um, and similar to like Another World, uh, which we talked about in episode three, um, this game used, he used rotoscoping to do a lot of the animation. And again, that's like where he took video footage, I think of his brother, you know, doing like pulling himself up on platforms and stuff. And then he used that to, uh, as a basis for his animation. That's um, awesome. Yeah. And I mean, that's one thing we can say right off the bat about the game is that like for a game made in 1989, mm -hmm. it has really smooth animation and it looks really good even still. Uh, and it was highly praised at the time uh, for the animation. Uh, but yeah, the story of this game is basically it is set in medieval Persia. Uh, while the sultan is away, his vizier, Jafar, takes over, who is an evil wizard, apparently. Um so he has uh, kidnapped the princess uh, and imprisoned her, giving her, tw uh, giving her two hours to decide to either marry him or be put to death. Uh, and you play an unnamed adventurer from a foreign land who the princess is in love with. And you basically have to, you know, break out of this dungeon, uh, which is rigged with traps and uh, armed guards and rescue the princess or you know defeat Jafar and rescue the princess uh before those two hours are up and you basically it's a 2d platformer so there's um even though there's sword fighting it kind of focuses more on on the sort of puzzle element of 
uh, you know, climbing on platforms, jumping be between platforms, uh, hitting uh, switches on the ground that open up gates, and you fight uh, skeletons and guards. It's got everything. It's got uh, those like, um, I guess they call them guillotines. Those like, oh yeah, things yeah, yeah. that like like the uh, like metal tooth doors that keep chomping at you. <laughs> yeah. Um, the spikes in the ground. Trying there's to think what other flame walls too. Flame I only walls, saw those yeah. Once. Flame walls. Yeah, there's a mirror that blocks your way once, but then after you jump through it, like you have a sort of ghost version of yourself that comes out the other side, and he causes some mischief um, later in the game, where you're like, "Oh, look at that potion I'm about to get," and then your uh, your shadow self comes over and steals it from you. Um. Hate that shadow guy. Hate that shadow guy. He's the worst. That mirror man. The man in the mirror. Mirror man. <laughs> uh, and what else? There was also a graphic novel in 2008 and a 2010 film uh, uh, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. The legend. Which, yeah, the legend, the man, the music man himself. Mm -hmm. Mr. Music. Um, which I, I forgot that there was a film of Prince of Persia. Yeah, is it's probably bad, right? How could it be good? I, there's no way it's good. It's a video game movie, which is already. <laughs> yeah. I think they're just like, are there any good ones? Some good people like the Mortal game. Kombat one, right? Yeah, there's probably good movies about video. No. Yeah, it's well, like... the indie game, the movie is pretty good. Which I mean, that's a documentary. Oh no, no, I mean documentaries <laughs> can be good. Um, not talking docs. Not talking docs. You know what I saw that was a vi video game movie which was so bad was Silent Hill. Oh, wow. I've never seen that one. That was bad. I saw that in the theater and I didn't know it was a video game movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if there's a good video game movie. I mean, Super Mario Brothers is not good. No. I mean, I mean, I saw like 15 minutes of that on TV once. So I was like, I'm turning yeah. this off. Does and the wizard count? I don't think the wizard counts. Yeah. I don't know. Is that good though? I've heard that it's not good. I don't think it's that good. I, I was good. very hyped to see it as a kid because mm -hmm. it was really our first exposure to Super Mario Three. Oh sure, yeah, it was yeah. basically an, a feature-length commercial for Super Mario Three, is my mm -hmm. understanding. Yeah, and then I'm pretty sure Street Fighter is a bad movie. I don't know. Teenage Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, that's also a comic book. That was a comic yeah. book first. Yeah, I think it's a comic first. I wouldn't call it a great movie, but it's probably better than those other ones. The first one's pretty good, right? Yeah, and the second one's got the ninja rap, so... Oh, that's true. Yeah. Even if that's the only thing that it has to contribute to society. I guess I wouldn't call it good, but I'm glad that it exists. I'm Yeah, I'm happy that it's there. I'm glad I know the secret of the use. Yeah. Um, the secret of the use was love all the time. <laughs> it was love the whole time. It always was, always will be. <laughs> Raphael. The secret of the use was inside you the whole time. <laughs> huh. uh, well, if you're interested in more about ooze or uh, the history of Prince of Persia, I uh, recommend you go to Jordan Mechner's website, which it's got like he you can buy his old journals that he kept when he was developing Prince of Persia. Oh, man. And he also there's a documentary about the making of it. But also, I mean, like he still has a video of like, I'm like, oh, that's his his brother like lifting himself up on a platform that he used to make the animation. It's like when oh. um, 
Oh God, the guy who made Another World. He's like, this is the Coke can that I took video footage of. <laughs> yeah. Good for. I'm glad he's got that. Yeah. It's like this is all I have left is this Coke can and this, this paper gun I made and my tears. It's like a cool, cool laser gun. <laughs> a Coke can, a paper gun, and my tears. That's all I have. <laughs> Well, um, Eli, what'd you think of uh, Prince of Persia? Well, so I have like a, a, a history with the game is that when I was a kid, we had an Atari ST, and I had the original. I mean, you know, the the original version of whatever that port was. You know, the mm-hmm. the original Prince of Persia, mm-hmm. um, and I I remember I I played it quite a bit, and I would always get up to a certain point and get stuck. Oh sure. So I I don't remember exactly how far into the game that was. Yeah. I think it was it was a you know pretty healthy distance into the game. Um, I didn't get super far into the Super Nintendo version. A lot of it felt pretty familiar to me. Yeah, um, me too. But some of it some of it didn't. I think I mean it was a lot of a lot of it was time and also the fact that mm-hmm. the, the graphics were enhanced. Yeah. Uh, to the point where I was like, because the original is so bare bones. It basically yeah. is just like gray stone and then like the guy. And then it has like, you <laughs> feel like it has like four or five colors total. Right. Um, but the, the gameplay was identical. And, yeah. and and this had music, which I think the original does not. Oh, interesting. I think the, all the music was written for this, for the Super Nintendo version. Yeah. And um you know, I I really enjoyed it uh mm-hmm. for what it was. It reminded me a lot of Another World, but I think Another totally. World is more based on this than the other way around. Yeah. I think this came if I first. recall, I think like this this came up uh during that episode or at least my research about it. So my I I had a I had a pretty good time. Um I wouldn't say it was like super engaging for me. Yeah. Um I think that's I I do like puzzle games a lot. Um mm-hmm. I think I just kind of got bored after a while. Um because I don't know if it's just like I think I ex- I expect more now from sure. a game, but also I think I was just like maybe I I just didn't really give myself time to like settle into it. Yeah. But after a while I was like I felt like I was kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, I really had, I had the same experience where I, I think I had a really good first 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is getting more frustrating, but it's not getting more fun as mm-hmm. it goes on. And the puzzles are getting just kind of more annoying <laughs> rather yeah. than more satisfying to unlock. Yeah, it felt like it was like sort of like the gameplay was repetitive, but the the puzzles were getting more aggravating yeah and so there wasn't a lot of it wasn't a lot of joy in, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. play um and i think because a lot you know the um the atmosphere of the game is so uh one note yeah it's just kind of the same thing again and again uh totally. with like slight variation um i don't know maybe if i made it a lot farther in the game that would have changed well, it's kind of funny. I feel like the first couple of levels, like you talked about the music, I feel like that the music is kind of like a little more moodier and more atmospheric. And it's, and it, feel, 
was like more mysterious in a way. But then like the first uh you know palette swap where you get to like oh a level that looks different mm-hmm. the music is also different and i feel like from that point on all the music in the game was like really intense and just kind of like loud and fast yeah i know and what you it's mean it's kind of relentless so it kind of i feel like that added to it being kind of less fun i was like okay this music is just going to keep going and keep pounding away at me mm-hmm. yeah I, I know what you're talking about yeah um so i know, I know that i didn't come anywhere near finishing the game so eventually i just like i watched the end of the game yeah and it's yeah. like you you know defeat like a really hard guy who looks kind of like all the other guys and then right. and then you rescue the you embrace the princess yeah and, and the then, mouse too and the mouse and the mouse runs up yeah you. yeah and the mouse yeah i i mean i i yeah i basically had a similar experience where i kind of was really excited to play this and then yeah, after about 20 minutes, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I almost, <laughs> it's funny, I really pushed for the Super Nintendo version because I knew it was longer, <laughs> I knew it was bigger. And I was like, maybe you should have played uh, <laughs> the the short version. I might have uh, mm-hmm. gotten more out of it because I, I, I started to feel like, you know, it, it wasn't adding more to the game, the mm-hmm. more of it there was. There weren't really new concepts that kept getting introduced at least not in a way that felt like, oh, this is a puzzle. You know, like every Mario level is like, okay, this is the level about floating platforms, or this is the level about a whole bunch of Goombas, you know? Yeah. I feel like every level here is like, okay, they're going to be hidden uh, floor tiles, and they're going to be gates, and you're going to have to do some big jumps. There's going to be spikes on the ground. There are going to be spikes on the ground. There will be dudes to fight. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like the things that broke up that monotony were very far or few and far between. So I don't, yeah, like it, it just kind of got frustrating after a while and repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, did like the graphics a lot. Uh, you know, I, I do like this, the, the super Nintendo skin. It looks like a good super Nintendo game. Yes. To me, it kind of has a classic like SNES feel to it, which is nice. Um, I, and I like the idea of, of there being, you know, these floor tile puzzles, but I didn't like that so many of them are time-based. You know, the fact that like, oh, you have the, the puzzle, then you have to run. Because the, the controls are so like specific and not tight and quick, you know, I feel like the controls are consistent but he doesn't react super quick to what you you input. So having to do these quick, like, okay, I hit the button, so now I have to run up two floors, and then I have to jump and run over three screens, that was kind of frustrating to like be expected to do that quickly mm-hmm. when you don't have like quick controls. Yeah. You know? I had a, I had a hard time with some of the the jumps... Uh, where I had to like jump over a, a a big gap, and I had to like get some momentum first because I would like I would like hit. I would I don't know I would end up like trying to run, but I would like do like a weird like lurch instead, and I would like fall into a hole. Yeah, sure. Um, I found I found that I was not always super. I I wouldn't always get the result that I wanted. Yeah. But that's that's what the rewind feature is for in uh, in emulation. 
Love that. Love that button. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not a whole lot to it, really. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> It's pretty straightforward, I gotta yeah, say. I, I remember this game as being sort of vast and big, but it just kind of, as an adult, I'm like, okay, it's just more variations on the same type of puzzle. Yeah, well, it's because what's interesting with a game like this is that your character really your characters don't have a personality like the, mm-hmm. the your char- there's no personality in this game right because there's like a, a cuts you know there's like the cutscene at the beginning and there's a cutscene at the end mm-hmm. but in between it's just this total silence yeah and you're like also told that you're like I think you're called an unnamed uh adventurer in the in yeah, the instruction it's like you're, manual. You're an, yeah you're a, you're a young or an unknown adventurer. Yeah. That like the prince you're you and the princess are in love. Yeah. You you receive the title Prince of Persia at the end of the game mm-hmm. when you win. But until then you're just a dude. Right. A dude and in I, a turban. And I, I I guess that's so that you can like project yourself onto it and it's like, well, the character is you. You're the main character. Yeah. As opposed to like you are, you know, like Aladdin or whoever. Like, right, right. Um so that makes sense, but it also means that like the character is literally just like a, a faceless <laughs> cipher, yeah, <laughs> like in a, a who you are putting through the paces, yeah, and literally faceless because, you know, that I feel like there's not many uh, features <laughs> to be seen on the sprites in this game. Oh yeah. Oh no, that's what I I I, I was I meant that too. <laughs> I meant the same thing. <laughs> literally faceless. No metaphors here. No, man, we don't know how to do metaphors. <laughs> I didn't go to school long enough for metaphors. I We only got assimilies. So. I dropped out of school so I could help build the transcontinental railroad. <laughs> All right, let's rate this game. Let's rate Prince of Persia for the Super Nintendo. I have fond memories of this game. I remember seeing it at a Radio Shack when I was, you know, 12, seeing it on the computer there, uh, like on an Apple II. Or on a thinking, Tandy? Oh, maybe. That's the wow. in-house Radio Shack brand was Tandy. Oh, Tandy. Oh, Tandy. You came and you were Radio Shack brand. You had the five and quarter inch floppy disk or Tandy. Uh, so I always liked this game as a kid. I think I like it less now because I've played better games since then. But I think it is has an important place in platformer history. Um... I don't know. I'm going to give it a... Oh, I, I need to think of a scale. I'm going to give it a seven deadly spikes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, That's, that's going to be hard to top. I'm going to give it six greasy guillotines. <laughs> you got to grease those guillotines. Yeah, otherwise, how are they going to chop you to bits? Yeah. We're, we're going for clean kills here, fellas. Clean yeah, kills. clean kills. Uh, well, well, it's rated. We did it. It's done. So now, now is the ultimate question. What makes it sing? You're my little prince. You're climbing up and down and all around. My little prince. My little prince is climbing up and down. All around, all around, my little princess jumping on the. S- I wanna know the man in the mirror. 
Vizier? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Save you from the bad vizier. Yes. And all the all the terrible traps in here. The conveyor belts that roll in here. Oh, you know my love is long, but the guillotine's are mighty strong now. Oh, you know I need you, woman. <laughs> oh, the spikes are sharp. Oh. Sharp tarp carp. The spikes may sting, but girl, my love, your love means everything. Your love means everything. Oh, the spikes may sting, but girl, your love means everything. Oh, you're my my sweet, oh, my potion woman. 
friend That's okay with me He can stay and watch us make love all night long Making love, making love Little mouse watching us make love Nasty mouse, nasty <laughs> mouse, baby It's a nasty fucking mouse now <laughs> It's a nasty little mouse I want him Get yeah, him out of my house I think I like that nasty mouse. He can live inside our house now. Stealing our cheese, baby. Who's a man in the mirror? Who's a man in the mirror? He looks like me, but he don't have no color at all. No, no, no. Who's a man in the mirror? So my potion is getting clearer. I gotta kill that man in the mirror. The man in the mirror is me. The man in the mirror is me. The man in the mirror is me. I think I saw him on TV. Wait a second. Ooh. Who's the man in the mirror? I couldn't be any clearer when you know a thing about a mirror, mirror, mirror man. Mirror man, don't you understand? It's a part of my master plan. Cause I get that woman to love me, mirror man. Ooh, I feel it long. You know my love is long and strong. Well, I got it going on now, woman. What was I just doing? Uh, ooh, here comes Jafar. So hop into my hybrid car, oh woman. Persian woman, yeah. I won't be the prince of Italy. I won't be the prince of Greece. I won't be the prince of Peru. I won't be the prince of Nice. I won't be the prince of me. I just want to be the prince of you. <laughs> I won't be the I ain't prince of Italy, not the prince of Kathmandu. I won't be the prince of Persia, Persia inside of you. <laughs> I won't be the prince of the <laughs> prince of Miami. Won't be the prince of Tennessee. It's gonna be the prince of you. I'm gonna be the prince of you. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to stack endless stacks of Michael McDonald right, style right. background vocals. It's really like I was worried about like <laughs> just a few details about the game. I know. Like or, or so the characters. To like riff on. That's the thing. There's, we know nothing about the princess. Either. We just know that she's a princess. Yeah. That's like that's it, right? Yeah. That's all we know. We didn't. We don't know anything like about the relationship. Sexy, sexy midnight mama. Oh my sexy midnight mama. Oh, to lay me down. Pound you in this Persian town. Oh my. Midnight woman. Oh, I love you, midnight woman. <laughs> midnight woman. I don't know what that means, but feels like call it like this calling the song Persian woman feels wrong somehow. Yeah, I was uh <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to bring it back to the game, but I was like, hmm, feels feels wrong in my mouth. Yeah. Oh sexy midnight woman. <laughs> Tick, tick, tock, goes the 
clock The hourglass is running down But still I want to give you pound, baby <laughs> Hourglass is running down But still I want to pound your brown Oh, <laughs> I can slap your sweet caboose and maybe I can taste your juice. <laughs> Will you give me a name? Will you give me a name? Cause I don't have a name. I'm an adventurer, but I don't have a name. Don't have a name. Don't have a name. Don't have a name. I like Richard. That would be a pretty good name. Or how about Frank? That's also a pretty good name. What about Jerome? That's, That's all right, awesome. too. <laughs> what should my name be? What do you think it should be if you get? If you name me, you can make love to me. What do you think my name should be? If you name me, then you get to the, the privilege of making love to me. <laughs> should my name be Steve or Jeremy or Joe or maybe... Eloise Sebastian, Aloysius T. Geronimo. Connor. What is it? What am I trying to say without a name? Can we go on this way? <laughs> Can you love the boy without a name? Do I exist if I'm the boy without a name? How do I, how have I gotten by this far? I can't apply for a driver's license or buy a car. I don't even have a Wegmans rewards card. I can't fill out the form. I don't have a name, no, I don't know what to say. How can you say you love me if you don't know the, what to say? <laughs> to the boy without a name. Boy without a name. About a name. The boy without a name The boy without a name Oh girl, who could it own Make love till the break of dawn But oh, what's my name now, woman? <laughs> Like a mirror fear in a mirror show of a <laughs> 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 
mirror man with his mirror heart how he looks at you mirror worlds apart now he's mirror sad and he's mirror strange and he's mirror weird and he's mirror all rearranged now the mirror is in pieces of the mirror of his heart <laughs> the mirror is a piece of that and never was a part mirror man man of the mirror man of the mirror mirror man man of the mirror man of the mirror mirror man man of the moment of the mirror it's a mirror no it's a mirror moment it's a moment made of mirrors in the night what do you see what do you see yeah what do you see what do you see what do you see when you look at me When you look at the man in the mirror, man, mirror, man, mirror, mirror, man, that's me. Mirror, mirror, man, mirror, mirror, man, mirror, man, that's me. Mirror, man, mirror, man, mirror, man is me. Mirror, man, mirror, man, mirror, mirror, man is me. Persia style is is love. Prince of Persia style is is love. Jumping through the spikes, this is love. Running with a mouse, this is love. Drinking lots of potions, this is love, la 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 love, it's the only way I know how to love, know how to love, this is love, I gotta murder some bad guys, murder some bad guys, this is love. I shouldn't go back to that. That might be a good outro.
And I'm not the boy without a name anymore. Loves his sexy midnight woman. All right. That's, that might be something. That's probably a couple songs. There's probably a couple songs in there, yeah. yeah. We've done it before. <laughs> done it before, we'll do it again. What <laughs> we say a couple episodes ago, we've done more with less. <laughs> yeah. We'll do more with less. That's the bit parade <laughs> promise.
that's going to do it for this episode of Bit Parade. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BitParadePod and email us your questions or game suggestions at BitParadePod at gmail.com. Hey, Eli, where can our listeners find you? Uh, you can find me uh, on Instagram and Twitter at EliBolin.com. Mike, where are you in the world and I? online? Well, I'm uh, luckily enough, I was able to get at Mike Petri for all the relevant handles, except for TikTok, <laughs> but I'm not really using that. But I'm at Mike Petri on Twitter and Instagram. Um, but, you know, also MikePetri.com. There's Bandcamp, SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, very soon. Um, the soundtrack to Blood Nor Water is I'm going to release on Bandcamp. Um, that's a RPG that I wrote music for about two years ago. And it's still in development, but I've gotten the okay from the the devs to go ahead and release it. Nice. So that's like a it's twelve tracks, but uh, it's music that I'm really proud of. It's you know all orchestral, very Final Fantasy inspired. And if you haven't uh, heard yet, that's my jam. Mm-hmm. So uh, get up in there. I, I'm selling that on Bandcamp and not streaming just yet. I'm gonna tease that out a little longer. Got to do it. Yeah. Got to be done. Yes. Um, oh, we should, we should also mention, uh, be sure to very recently give a shout out to, um, our friend Dan Pardo, who did a, a video of our Toe Jam and Earl song. Oh my God. It's incredible. Which blew my friggin' mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of everything I would have wanted from a, uh, Toe Jam and Earl video. Yeah. And of course, Dan's the sort of person who's like, yeah, I just taught myself this software and I made this video in two hours and it's like incredible. Yeah. It's so good. So if you find a, the Epic Parade Pod on Twitter, there's a link to it there. Yeah. Um, all the music in this episode is by the two of us, and our cover art is by Nicole Wong, who you can follow on Instagram at underscore nerdfaithartish. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe to Bit Parade on your favorite podcatcher. Please rate and review us. Please tell your friends. Uh, if you review us, we'll read your review on the air. Uh, is that, well, it's not really on the air, it's on the show. Although, if you were to broadcast our podcast, over a radio, uh, then it would be on the air. It really would be. Although, if you're li- or if you're listening to this on a speaker as opposed to headphones, then it is traveling through the air. Um, but that's kind of an obnoxious thing to say. So <laughs> let's just forget that I said it. Well, but it's too late. It's done. It's flying through the air without a pilot, which I think is unsafe. Yes, I hope they have a license for that. And you know, tell your friends to subscribe, but tell your enemies. Not to subscribe, or and also then by to reverse subscribe. psychology, they will. Yeah, they subscribe. will because we need all. We need all the listener counts. Yeah, we need them. We, I want to get that Blue Apron money, baby. Yeah, that's what I need. Blue Apron, we get a free Casper mattress. Yeah, that's right. Or Headspace, whatever is the new one. Um. Well, thanks so much for Headspace tuning in to Bit Parade. <laughs> Headspace mattress. Your mattress will listen to your problems and tuck you in. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bit Parade with Mike Petra and Eli Bolin. We'll see you in two weeks when we tackle Mega Man X. Until then, stay, stay sexy, sexy, Midnight, midnight woman. woman. I'll fix it in post. Don't you yeah, worry about right. that. Stay sexy, Midnight Woman. Stay sexy, Midnight Woman. Stay sexy, Midnight Woman. Just overlap all this. <laughs> or not. They wanted to call it Mega Man Sex, but...
too controversial for the target audience. Right. It was a. Uh, it was that's what they called it on the Genesis version, but for Super Nintendo they had to clean it up. <laughs> yeah, Genesis is for Miyamoto wouldn't allow it. Yeah. Mario doesn't fuck. Genesis likes to. F- Sonic <laughs> likes to fuck. <laughs> Mario's a virgin, but Sonic fucks. That's the Sega promise. (laughs) (laughs) Sega does what Nintendo don't do to your mom. I remember those commercials. That was fucked up. Yeah, I remember seeing it in a in a magazine and be like, "Oh man, this is they've really drawn a line in the sand this time." Yeah, it's like, do they do? Are parents okay with this? (laughs) <laughs> it was just like it was only three words on the whole it was a full page I just said Sonic fucks Sega I was like what it's like is that okay <laughs> also this is this is Time Magazine like what the fuck this must have cost so much money <laughs> I know and who's this for who's gonna who's gonna buy who's gonna buy next it? to an ad for Paperboy 2 yeah it's weird Paperboy also fucks now. (laughs) Mario's a virgin. Sonic fucks. Sega Genesis. Available at Toys R Us.